に上がら関係ねえ<笑> Shall we begin? Into his coming I can do this all day Tear down this wall Hello and welcome back to Ikuzo's Unscripted Podcast as we swing back to the pop culture. Anime season is coming hot this autumn and we haven't talked about it well since the first season and it is in the core of our pod name. If you ask me and I've already spoken about it in interviews, articles and casual conversations, what does the Ikuzo means uh well for those who watch anime and those who know japanese means let's go or here i come and that's same with us let's go unscripted and also sending the message message to the world that we are coming but otekuzo that ikuzo always means something more it is a cry for shattering the limits it is a symbol of not just shonen but all anime protagonists you can feel him when he screams it out. It means I'm coming for my fucking dream. In this episode, we will talk about that kind of protagonists, about shonen protagonists, what makes them a good protagonist and what keeps them relevant for decades, our favorites, our opinions, differences between protagonists of when we were kids and protagonists now and everything else beyond and under the sun. Ikuzo, Luca. Uh, <laughs> that was a long and a very good uh, intro, I might say. Uh, but yeah, uh, we're talking about uh, the heroes, the one who drive the stories forward. And uh, uh, certainly I have some favorites, you got some favorites. But, yeah. Uh, uh, one of the things that, that is, uh, you know, amazing because a lot of these series that we love, you know, uh, like... Uh, like Naruto and Bleach and, you know, maybe Yu-Gi-Oh! and whatever we watch. I mean, you, you stick with these characters for probably a long time, you know, all these things yeah. last a long time. You think you start the journey somewhere and when you look at the end of the series where you are, it's always amazing, you know, you kind of you kind of go on the journey with them. I think those are the best stories. Uh, that, that you, you go on a journey then at this character, whatever he achieves, whatever the place he uh, winds up in, uh, you almost feel like a proud parent when <laughs> you know, uh, the series is over. And uh, I got that feeling with Naruto, I got that feeling with, uh, uh, with Bleach, with you know, Full Metal Alchemist, with Yu-Gi-Oh, whatever, you know. Uh, and and, and uh, if that right, I think, uh, we, we you know, for the good series to be good, I really think the protagonist needs to be good as well, you know, uh, because... Uh, he, he drives the stories forward, and uh, if you are at the end of the series the proud parent, uh, I think that was a good series, <laughs> I believe. Yeah, you know, uh, well, well, you have those characters like Luffy, Naruto, Ichigo, uh, Kakarot, and everyone else who are here for decades, and and they they are evolving like the characters, but they are not changing. Like, for example, in comic books, you have the characters that are uh, 70 and 80 uh, years old. You have Superman, Batman, Iron Man. But then it does. They, they go through various incarnations, through the various writers in various times. So you, the Iron Man, uh, the uh, drunk, alcoholic, uh, uh, notorious alcoholic from uh, his origin stories in the beginning is 
completely different man than he is now in the MCU and now in the comics as well. And you have those, uh, like you said, you are the you are the proud father uh, when you write uh, the manga, and you know with Oda, with uh, with uh, Kishimoto, and with everyone, they feel these characters that they build them like they are building their own child because all of those characters they they start their journey as a child and you have the big three that we all uh, that we uh, talked about in our previous episodes and they are the protagonists that they, they, they distinguished the, themselves from all the other rivals because you had so much of the shonen protagonists at the time you had like you mentioned for example Yu-Gi-Oh which couldn't compare with them, let's be honest. And also, when we are mentioning the Yu-Gi-Oh, unfortunately, Kazuki Takashi has um, left this plane of existence uh, a few days ago when he was on a scuba diving. Yeah, rest in peace. And he he made a good protagonist. He made a character uh, who lived, uh, who is still living, with the heart in the cards. And everything. The whole yeah, and... Yu-Gi-Oh! became the global phenomenon, although the protagonist is not so distinguished like the others, so a manga protagonist. And Utah, what does keep them running? Because, you know, Luffy, for example, he's... Luffy, I have, I, I must give kudos to myself. <laughs> I've been binging uh, One Piece manga for a few days and I, I, I read 800 chapters fucking diabolical uh so yeah, thank you uh and luffy is the same like in the first chapter and here in 800 chapter it's still luffy he's still tracing the dream to become the pirate king and maybe the all the beauty in the big tree let's talk about the big tree and uh basically most of the shonen protagonists is because they are so simple they are basic you cannot uh, as you meet them as a child and you can connect to them they are chasing the dream they are knuckleheads they they do uh dumb stuff you know but the, they are hard workers and you know and you although you're a kid you you can see that the messages that the author is sending you to them and you accept it that's it yeah, I mean, uh, listen. When you when you think about this, you know, uh, shonen is what many people forget, especially west of the Japan, uh, is made for the fifteen-year-old uh, boys primarily. Yeah, that, that's the demographic. And, and, and when you are fifteen or somewhere around that age, if you cannot, uh, you know, kind of compare yourself, relate to. Uh, kid of the same age who is loud, who is optimist, who is, you know, ha has this big dream that he wants to chase and he's kind of cool. If you can't, if you can't compare yourself to that, relate to that, uh, you have a very bad childhood trauma, <laughs> you know, because the, the, the beauty of simplicity is there, you know, because I hear people, are, and you know, that anime fandom is toxic as hell, uh, you know, you hear people Oh, whenever come new some series, oh, you know, protagonist isn't complex or whatever. It doesn't need to be, you know. He can have. They all have something to distinguish themselves. That's that's true. I think even for Big Three, whatever. Uh, but you you really need to think about it because why do they need to be so complex? They don't. It's okay, you know, because I 
even as a series as a whole, when you some people are criticizing shonen genre, uh, I always thought the, the the think of a demon slayer as an example. I say you have on the paper you have a trope of uh, humanity fighting against man eating monster, uh, and you have that same trope essentially maybe in uh, Attack on Titan. Yeah, Attack on Titan. You have in Tokyo Ghoul to, yeah. to oversimplify, but that is yeah. and you know what demon slayer is that is. All that just simplified for the audience, you know. Uh, it has uh, simpler themes, uh, you know. For example, Demon Slayer finding humanity and everything, and Demons uh, also. It's only simplified. That's why that series so sold like two hundred fucking million copies or something because because it works. It works. Yeah. It works that our heroes are optimistic. They have this dream. Uh, we can all re relate to that, and possibly they all have. Some tragic uh, past, you know, which makes us sympathy for it. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I think as long as the characters evolve, I believe that's fine, you know, that, 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 that's great as well because uh, I like my shonen uh, simple and full of action, and uh, you know, it needs to have some kind of philosophy because that's fun as well. But uh, at the bottom of it, it needs to have these things that uh, we're always gonna check a sim, you know. Like the Dragon Ball, the Dragon Ball, you know, started something like that. And, you know, we continue in, in that same spirit, even though some things obviously have changed. Yeah. Well, basically speaking, the big three didn't become the big three because they are some spectacular characters. They became known as the big three because of their commercial success. And, you know, and we can speak if uh, anyone will dethrone them. Yes, someone will. But uh, protagonists now, they are quite different than back then. Uh, Shonen Jump is quite different yeah. than back then because Shonen Jump basically when those came out like Naruto, like Rufi, like Ichigo, uh, Shonen Jump was basically meant for Japanese audience and Shonen Jump became global. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they were global at the time, but now the globalization and everything, they need to adapt their stories, they prota their protagonists. You know, the, the American culture uh, influenced Japanese culture as well as the Japanese yeah. influenced the American. It's it, it's the two-way street. Yeah, and... I think, sorry to you, but I think Kishimoto says when he was designing Naruto, actually he, uh, his design, his wardrobe, he said he wanted to appeal to Western audience. At New York Point, I believe that the, the, the manga were popular in the West. You know? Yeah. Now, man authors and the editors are thinking more not what will this only appeal to the japanese audience mm -hmm. but how does this work with the west you know yeah kind of cool. you know for example some some chapters in manga or episodes in anime like for example when you go with the my hero academia when they that there were the episodes of uh, my villain academia and you know th that chapters uh, weren't so good with japanese public because they were out of the box you know, and Japanese uh, audience didn't like it, but the world was astonished by it. Like one of the best uh, chapters and mini arcs ever in My Hero Academia. Yeah. So loved it, especially by Western. Yes, yeah. because we saw it in comics. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's it's nothing special yeah. in that sense. But uh, you, you for the first time, you could connect and uh, sympathy with the villains yeah. because you know they as well had the story, but just from the other side. Yeah. Everyone is a villain in some story. Yeah, they main guys. Yeah. That was the problem, you know, sort of speaking. Yeah. And 
I think this trend of shonen protagonists will, was basically started by Dragon Ball and Goku. Yeah. He, he's the father of the big three in some sense. Yeah. And uh, he was this, and you, we, we already spoken about, they are simple. And not always people need something complex. Life is complex by itself. And for the kids, which is uh, which are the uh, the 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 main uh, audience, they need the simple thing. And you have those villains in shonen animes and mangas who are complex characters. Yeah, they all they are some bad motherfuckers. Yeah, you know. And but uh, basically, the formula is working. Formula that uh, was made with Goku, it's working still. Yeah, and it, listen, you. Like when you think about it, it's uh, you, the formula is working. You can make adjustments to it. Mm-hmm. Obvious. Like one of my favorite recent anime that I watched is Doctor Stone, uh, and I especially love our main hero, who is Senku. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have any physical prowess. Like he's no, in no way, he's a weenie. Mm-hmm. You know that that's established in the turn. but he still has those. Uh, ideal hero quality that yeah. you shot him. He's very courageous. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has, you know, a big dream. Uh, and he's a hard worker. You know, one of the things that I loved about Dr. Stone is, you know, that they, they do these experiments and everything and uh, they fail. And, and whenever Senku fails, he's like, okay, we're ne- on to the next one. You know, yeah. and that, that, that's, that's so relatable. And I think that's so cool, especially if you're younger, you can especially relate to that, you know, and, uh, but, but he's still, even though he's not a superhero or, you know, super ninja or, you know, yeah. or whatever, uh, he's a, he's a definitely in his heart. He's a regular guy, but yeah. he's representing that spirit of, uh, actually anyone who watches should kind of feel like that, you know, he, he cause we are not going to be ninjas, maybe <laughs> we're not going to be, but yeah. You know, you can be hard worker. You can be. You don't need to have any physical prowess, essentially. But maybe you are smart. You're diligent. You know, you're a hard worker, and that's cool. And it, you know, it works in Doctor Stone as well as uh, as anywhere. You know, and I and I love it for that. Yeah. Uh, well, we we hear that term classic shonen protagonist, and what does what does that basically mean? This means because for me, I want to hear what it means for you because for me. Classic shonen protagonist is uh, distinguished by one thing: charisma, and that's it. Because basically, I mean, most of them they are all the dream chasers, and they eat a lot, they sleep a lot, and yeah. and they are shredded as uh, fuck. <laughs> and they did not look like teenagers. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know, and but basically, they have this charisma that appeals to people, and there's this throw. Uh, of friendship in anime yeah. and and yeah it, it's it's a bullshit <laughs> but it's what makes the classic anime prota- uh, shonen protagonist and with mentioning Senko, but let's hear you what's your classic anime protagonist yeah you know uh, I, I feel you there with the, with the charisma and I something uh, like when I look at uh, when I look at the evolution I, I see I see maybe Asta is you know my poster boy for that mm-hmm. you know uh, because uh, he's everything that basically all these guys kind of came together and yeah. because uh, here's the thing he's okay he's very like you know relatable because he doesn't have 
you know, magic powers of the world that's ruled by magic. Mm -hmm. uh, he's, you know, very hard worker, never gives up, has a huge dream. And one of the one of the things that I believe stronger protagonists have is he inspires people around him, you know. Yeah. You can see that with Luffy, mm -hmm. you can see that with Naruto. Maybe One Piece is the friends we made along the way. Yeah. Uh, I hope it is, but <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you see all them, all of them inspiring people in some way. Yeah, they are inspiring the readers as well. Yeah. And you know, when he is inspiring, you know, working, they come with him. You know, they change. And mm -hmm. uh, you know, I never liked that. You know, theme of maybe Naruto that every asshole <laughs> change. You know, everybody can be saved. And you know, even though he's a great mass murderer, and you know. That's too idealistic for me, but yeah, you know, essentially, uh, I can figure it with that, you know, that, uh, he's the spider, like these are, you know, because he's a protagonist, she's a leader of our story. So we kind of saw he's a leader, you know, of this, you know, we kind of saw leadership as his core, you know, cause mm -hmm. he's leading the story, you know, and, 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 and I like that, you know, for that inspiring people, that's also what makes the, the protagonist for me. And I, I, I like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Have them. Well, you need charisma for that. Yeah, and uh, I like that. Nothing my only my shonen protagonist. I like that. And in, in, in the you know characters like Eren, characters like Kaneki, you know, they all all have some of that. You know, even mm -hmm. though they're not shonen protagonists, but especially when I watch shonen reading, that 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 is my cue. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, speaking of Senku earlier, you know, and Senku is one of the progenitors of the new generation of shonen protagonists. And he, he's uh, quite different from the previous ones. And, you know, with Asta and with Deku, they all have the dream. He wants to become the wizard king. He wants to become, uh, the earth mightiest hero. Yeah. And the two of them, they are the, they are in this classic mold of shonen protagonists. And, but I mean, you had Ichigo as well. And Ichigo didn't have some big dream like the other two, you know, he was just fighting to save his friends. What do you mean? Yeah. And, but they were, back then, everyone was overpowered. You know, Naruto was the son of the fourth Hokage. He, 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 know, the, uh, the shadow clone jitsu when he was a kid. Him, uh, then you had, uh, the Ichigo. Yeah, Luffy, Luffy has the, well, spoilers now, the zone mythical fruit, you know, he's one of, uh, he was the OP from the beginning and yeah. um, his grandfather is Garp and father is Dragon and that's some bad motherfuckers in One Piece world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, Ichigo, he is from, he's he the overpower, he's the Kurosaki line. <laughs> Yeah, they were all basically powered very much. Powered by. And like you said, you have Asta, boy without the magic in Magic World, and Deku, boy without uh, Quirk in Quirk World, yeah. in Superhero World. And you have more protagonists like that now. Because, uh, for example, Juji from Jujutsu Kaisen, at the moment, he, he is not even the protagonist of its own story, you know. and. Juju doesn't have any dream at all yeah. in Jujutsu Kaisen. You know, he just uh, stumbled at his fingers, he ate them, and he's in the school. Yeah. And shit's happened. <laughs> yeah. 
that I love in Black Clover is, uh, Isasta's curse is essentially blessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think people, are, when I hear people, maybe on the internet, if they say, well, actually, Asta is way more power than the, you know, blessed me. Yeah. He has this, but he, he, people, what people don't consider in that world, no one except him would look at that thing as a blessing, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, he has, yeah. because he, as the rappers like to say, he turned pain into champagne, you know? Yeah. He has this, because uh, one of the important things is he has this giant sword and people couldn't wield that sword if he couldn't, if he didn't train so hard, you know. So he, he turns his curses into blessings and I love that trope as well. And in My Hero Academia, uh, you have a deck who is workless, you know, but he's also, before even that, you know, he has this, uh, which I, I don't think he's always portrayed, he has... When he's portraying his courage, you know, move your, where your body moves before your mind, you know. That's what heroes mean. Yeah. Uh, We often see with our protectors, they're reckless, you know, they're recklessly courageous, Mm -hmm. you know, they they don't give a fuck, they go into fire and he didn't, but he's like running towards Bakugo and crying, you know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's so legit. That is like realistic assessment of it. He's a courageous, but he's not like, oh yeah, you know, big balls, you know, coming at him right now. Of course, he doesn't have work. He's not powerful at all, you know. He should be afraid in that moment, but he's, you know, coming all the way through, you know, because, and that is the courage, in, in my opinion, I yeah. that's portrayed better in my Shiro Academia than anywhere that I saw, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, well, comparing, people are non-stop comparing Beku and Asta with Naruto, Luffy, and Ichigo, you know, but they're not the copycats. They're quite different characters. And what I liked with Naruto, and I'm liking it now with Luffy, because um, Naruto was one one of the few characters that couldn't be uh, uh, corrupted, you know, because he, f- he fought off everything, and we never saw the dark side of the Naruto. We never saw the dark side of the Luffy, and we saw the <laughs> the whole Ichigo, yeah. and we are seeing Asta Berserker. And yes, we saw Naruto Berserker, but that's not it. No, yeah, and she, 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 like a person. Yeah, yeah. They, they never had a single evil intention in there. They tried to save everyone. Yeah. You know, like Luffy. Luffy doesn't have enemies. Yeah. You know, no. And basically, I think that best uh, depiction of the shonen is in adventure yeah. you know they are and now you have some various genres you you have something from ev- for everyone but adventure is something that distinguishes shonen from kodansha and every other uh manga Com- i want to say one piece i mean you have adventure in naruto as well you have adventure in uh, in bleach yeah. everywhere they're not sailing boats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you have boats in the Wind and Saga, <laughs> you know. But and there's this distinguish. This, you can distinguish, uh, uh, quite frankly, the and obviously the protagonist back then, protagonist now, and you have protagonists like Chainsaw Man. You have the protagonists like Eren. You have the protagonists like. Uh, at my uh, from Fate, uh, Kiria, uh, and they are so complex characters. 
and they are for a little bit more adult audience and you can find something to like yeah i mean they're those characters like Aaron and you know they're always dancing you know between those like you know i said kiria emmy i'm sorry between those you know kind of shona maybe oh especially yeah but yeah they are they are dancing on the thin line between the protagonist and antagonist because you know the dilemma that Aaron is antagonist yeah yeah and you know it's funny when you look at it because that's maybe aimed for that other demographic you know mm-hmm. but uh i never actually knew what kind of demographic attack on titan is there because it's at one moment it's pure shot and the others it isn't you know uh but regardless of that then you know you you look at maybe the seinen characters like you know like i mentioned kaneki and you mentioned as well zemia and you know uh you have uh Thorfinn from villain saga who is they're so different like they're different obviously mm-hmm. you know they're other breed you know uh but you know there's a place for them as well you know you can yeah, you can like it as well but i don't think like i can say oh Thorfinn is a goated character because he is <laughs> yeah uh but i don't think but Thorfinn will kill you cold blood yeah uh, you know but I, I i will not you know for them to drive a story like villain saga we don't need the bank because they are uh, so it's what kind of story are you writing first and foremost i think it's important you know and uh if you're right well, obviously you know vinland saga you don't need Deku, you need Thorfinn. you know mm-hmm. and Thorfinn is you know that and if you need to talk to wool writing you obviously can it yeah. and uh, uh when you're writing obviously for shonen drop even though now there are so many different genres are succeeding like you have romances Dark horrors are yeah, the thing now. Fantasy is a huge now. So what is that? You know, we we're jumping. You know, from one scale to the other. You know, and I think it's uh, like you look at the Jason It's a very mature series from what I could see, even though I haven't read it. You know, uh, so uh, you know, it's obviously you know some lines are you know blurring, but it, you, 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 and I think like you mentioned before, you know that that formula is still working, and uh, I like that it's working. Well. But if you can get something more complex or more fun, you know, it's good as well. I, I accept it. Yeah, well, you you talk now about the story, and you have the story uh, like you said in the Attack on Titans and Tokyo Ghoul, which is very adult thing. And does the story drive the character, or does the character drive the story? Because uh, let's look at the classic Shodan uh with one piece i'll talk about it because the most fresh with me and you have this story about the boy who wants to, be t- to become the king of pirates but every character has its own definition of the king of pirates and the story that follows his journey on the seas you know it's about the corruption of the government it's about information control it's about uh tyranny you know and it's it's really complex theme behind this simple journey to the treasures of the vampy. Yeah, and the, yep. like you said, that's the character that I follow story. I think that's the best thing about our characters having these enormous goals because we always know where we're heading. Mm-hmm. Like that's the lesson for people. We come in every hour and we know where we go. Us this come, and you know we know some random shit on the side, but you always know where the yeah. finish line is or with our characters, you know. Uh, coming will be coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 you know, you you wake up, you, you don't know 
or what you're striving for today, why did you even wake up? Please don't shoot yourself. <laughs> but that's, that's what makes it easy for me. Mm-hmm. You know, because I always thought, well, you know, we're kind of, we are, you know, going to this art, we're fighting devils, or we are, you know, sailing the seas. But I always know why. You know, we are, this guy wants to become part of the kingdom, but we're Sherlock, wants to become a That's all good. You know, we, that's one of the things that I kind of miss from Lee. Mm-hmm. You always have to push Ichigo into the story, not, you know, Ichigo, you know, kind of drive the story forward. You know? uh-huh. And uh, that's what's beautiful about One Piece and Naruto, and it's so easy to follow them. I like yeah. That. yeah, yeah, maybe maybe the Full Metal Alchemist is the story that, 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 that changed the anime industry, the manga industry, because like, um, Goku, like Dragon Ball, shaped one generation of protagonists. Maybe Full Metal Alchemist, when the anime came out, shaped the new generation. And you have people, like we said, like Asta, like Deku, we have Kafka Hibino, who is in the Shonen Jan, in the Shonen Plus, and he doesn't have anything that the classic anime prota- uh, Shonen protagonist has. Oh. He's old, for example. Yeah, he, he he wasn't meant to be anything to begin with. He he was meant to be uh, a cleaner. That, that's beautiful. And, and he's a monster. A fucking monster. I can't wait for the end. Yeah. But we can go down the rabbit hole. You know, anyway. Ray Kaidra number eight. This pretty two-year-old guy. Very gay. Well, for the end, they have not just a quote but maybe uh, a little song <laughs> you know uh today here in montenegro is a state hotel it has a double meaning and we regained our independence maybe not in any history of the world and in the turbulent times here you know alfred Tennyson, the legendary uh poem from the england from the great britain he wrote he wrote the song about us and it goes it goes like this and the the, the most impactful uh verse in our language would be oh naimenye naroda ti velika crna gor but the song goes like this they rose to where their sovereign eagle sails they kept their faith their freedom on the height chastle fragile savage armed by day and night Against the Turk whose inroad nowhere scales, their headlong passes, but his footsteps fail, and red with blood the crescent reels from fight. Before their dauntless hundreds in prone flight, by thousands down the cracks and throw the veils, O smallest among peoples, rough rock throne of freedom. Warriors beating back the swarm of Turkish Islam for five hundred years, great Cernogora. Never since high known, black ridges drowned the cloud and broke the storm has bred a race of mightier mountaineers. <laughs> oh, the... Yeah, see. We stay genuine, uncensored and unscripted, and we always will, as we have to order our usual. Share us, subscribe us, and stay tuned until the next Wednesday. Iguzo!